Hey, supers, welcome back to another Shark Tank Tank Tales interview. This time we have the Santa Santa's Enchanted Mailbox from season 13, episode 8, in the house to talk about their Shark Tank and business experience. Everyone, wherever you are right now, I need some super claps. If you're sitting on the toilet, if you're driving your car, you're watching, wherever you're doing right now, stop what you're doing and get some super claps for Super Chris and Elisa Siri. I should have asked how to say your last name. Did I did I nail it? You said it. Woo! <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. You are so welcome. You're so welcome. So, uh, so you your episode just aired literally three days ago. Uh, three days ago, two days ago. I don't know how to do math. That's one three. of the things here. Three days ago. Three days ago. And you know how how uh, before I mean before we get to like talking about the Shark Tank thing, how has things been since it aired for you? Yeah. Uh, hang and of course our kids are interrupting us right now. Okay, we said it's okay. We're doing a quick interview. Okay. Go ahead, Miss. Um, sorry about that. We told you that was going to happen at least at one point. Um, well, first of all, things have been great. And, and Joe, uh, the amount of folks that, uh, sent us your link, um, after the episode, we, we felt like we had to meet you. Uh, I think about a oh. hundred different people sent me the link of you, uh, commentating on the episode. So we're excited to meet you, but it's been an awesome experience. Um, things have been very, very busy for the last three days. Sales have been through the roof. So, uh, we're thrilled to be here and happy to talk to you. Ding, ding. I love hearing that. That is awesome. Uh, that that sales are doing great, and you, that you took the time to be here when there's so many things going going on. And uh, and even even you, Elisa, right? You're you're a uh, a, a hair salon, a hair salonist, hairdresser. <laughs> so stylist. Just, yep. stylist I, that's the word. Yep. And I and I own the salon too. But today's my day off. Oh, wow. So. Oh wow! Wow, that's awesome. So, so, so I, so I mean, that's got to make it even more. Well, yeah, it's a, I forgot it's a Monday. Nobody cuts hair on Monday. I, I for whatever, and, and you know what? That's the day I always. It's like Chick Fil A. It's the day I want it is on Sunday. The day I want a haircut ends up always being on a Monday. Uh, so, so all right. So Shark Tank, how? Did you did you guys reach out to Shark Tank? Did they reach out to you? Was Shark Tank in the cards? Was it something you were thinking about? Like, tell me the relationship that you you know you on the or before you got to Shark Tank. Like, what was your relationship with Shark Tank? Yeah. So, um, well, obviously, when you have a product and something you know, I guess unique or or a little different, or even a, a, or you know, a holiday item, the amount of people that told us over the last three years that this product should be on Shark Tank. You know, we, we knew one day we had to try to go for it. Um, we actually were almost selected for the show last year in season 12. And I know that you watched the episode and we were coming off a three-year licensing agreement. That uh, agreement actually prevented us from being able to get on the show last year. They uh-huh. said, okay, well, we love the product. We can reach out to you next year. I didn't really think that would happen. I thought maybe they were just being nice. Well, lo and behold, um, you know, few months ago the phone rang and it was them looking to see if we were interested in coming back so it was a little bit of both we approached them waited and they came back to us 
Wow. So that that is so you approached them to, to start. So you like you applied to be on the show. Applied to be on the show, and, correct? And they and they were like, yeah. Well, and so I mean, one of the things that you have that that a lot of people don't have is a niche product for a niche episode of a show, like of a show, right? So there's like only so many of those types, of, you know, those niche products that would fit the bill. Uh, and that's that's awesome that they that they were like you know what we we really we want to have it because I I would probably think like you Chris I'd be like yeah they probably gonna pat you know they're they're gonna get move on to the next thing you know that that fits the bill for them that happens to not have a, a blockade uh, yeah. with the licensing agreement yeah yeah I mean and, and you know it was a surreal moment uh, I called Elisa up and I was like you're not gonna believe this but Shark Tank just reached out and we knew our formal licensing agreement has come to an end and that was our major obstacle to get on the show. So we rolled the dice anyway. We were going to go through this on our own this year with or without uh, something as powerful as Shark Tank. But, um, you know, again, when they reached out to us and then we we submitted our audition video. Probably Long Island. Audition video. I'm from Long Island. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Three little boys at home. And without them, we wouldn't be here anyway, because they were the inspiration behind this. But um, yeah, as I was saying, what was the, uh, what was I saying? But, you know, the fact of the matter is we, um, you know, we, we submitted our video. Uh, even when they approached us again, we weren't sure if we were going to be selected. But uh, getting that phone call saying, hey, we're interested, you know, you have to go through the application process again. But just that alone, uh, you know, it was worth it. So again because they're, they're seeing like i don't know what forty thousand submissions a year a stadium full of people submitting per year plus you know their own producers going out finding other products and services to fit the bill and then when you talk about a holiday product i mean generally i think uh, to my knowledge they've only done one episode per year yeah. uh, max so yeah, right. so you're talking about even like smaller 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 avenue right. to make it uh, that which one is it, it's incredible yeah yeah. That is that is awesome. That is awesome. And it's funny because Joe, we're we're fans of the show, but I've never done that research until after we were told we were selected. I never knew how many people actually applied every year. And I think if I would have read that ahead of time, it probably would have messed up our our uh, our whole, you know, everything we did to get on the show, uh, everything that we prepared for. I think it would have gotten in my head. So I'm glad I didn't know those statistics. Yeah, you know, it never tell me the odds, right? As yeah. as a as a wise uh, pilot once said. Yeah. <laughs> said. Uh, so, all right. So you 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 get through uh, to to being on the show, which is absolutely incredible uh, in in and of its own right. Even if it doesn't necessarily get to go through, you know, make it to air. Um, you so what did you start to? You talked a little bit about the pro, you know, your your your. Uh, your preparation process. Let's let's talk more about that. Let's talk about like what did you do, like? How did you figure out like this is what we want to do for our pitch? This is what we want to how we want to present it, how we want to talk. What you know, training to know all your numbers and like all the answers. So it's funny you you, you mentioned the pitch because we when we applied for the show, we actually put together our pitch already, and we almost used 
improve that almost identical pitch that you happen to see. Um, oh, wow. We just got wow. the screen right there. Yeah. Um, it was, so we, uh, we wrote the pitch before we even fully applied, just to feel very much prepared. And uh, that, that pitch was pretty spot on that we ended up using almost two years later. Uh, as far as prepping for the numbers, I mean, you know, listen, we were licensed out for three years. Uh, we Everything that we prepped for the show was just not to pretend to be anything we weren't. Uh, we're not. Although Elisa has had a hair salon since she's been 22 years old, we're not experienced entrepreneurs in this space. Um, this is brand new to us. We licensed it out. We allowed someone else to take on all the risk, all the manufacturing, everything that goes along with making a product like this and bringing it to life. We had the idea. We came up with the prototype. We secured the patents. We secured the trademark. That was our, as much as we knew how to do. We needed someone who really understood how to bring this product to life. So coming into an episode, like going on the Shark Tank and not really understanding how, you know, this is manufactured and how we can get it from there to the States and how we can drive down costs. We didn't try to be anything we weren't. We wanted to be honest and genuine yeah, and tell them. And I think that... I think that really came across, right? I, I think you guys did a really good job of of enabling uh, that that genuine out genuinality. We're making up words here. <laughs> to genuineness to come through uh, in, in the pitch and and in your the way you you both showed you, you know on the show. Um, and so to, to talk a little bit about the licensing agreement because that was something that stood out to me and I, and I'm sure like you're when you were on the show you uh, how long do you recall how long you were on there like a, a 45 minutes an uh, hour almost almost an hour yeah almost an hour the yeah. the licensing thing I felt like that was so that was such a critical learning moment at least for me because that's something that I um I don't think had ever come up before that I at least that I recall where a licensing agreement would be so restrictive to the people who are like, like to, to you guys. Right. Um, what, like how, oh man, what, what can you talk about from the licensing agreement part? Because like I said, that was a sticking point for me that seemed to just kind of get glossed over in the, in the final product of the episode. Well, it's, it's interesting, Joe, because we actually do have a good relationship with our, our former licensing partner. Um, when we were talking, it was really difficult because we, we actually had a lot of great things to say about our licensing partner. And I know from their perspective, it's tough because they're looking at these, you know, this young company whose hands were tied and maybe we didn't have all the answers we were supposed to have. But the thing was, is that we were actually protecting a lot of, a lot of the, the data that we do know about, because the fact of the matter is we will always attribute the success of the product and even the success we're having right now if that licensing partner never took a chance at us on us when we met with them in Manhattan four years ago, we wouldn't have been on Shark Tank last week. You know, we didn't have the, um, the, the means. We didn't have you know, the capital, the experience. It takes a lot of work to get something like this, especially that's, that's seasonal, to, to be brought to the masses. So we've learned a ton from them. Yes, I know on the show it's portrayed that um, – you know, that, the, uh, that we're paying more of a markup than we should. And, and you know what? There were certain things that we did scratch our head about. Oh, you know what? We, we, where do I go back? I think Lisa said it best at the end that, you know, that we, we took a lot of the stuff we learned from them because, we, yes, there was cameras on and you're under the hot lights, but we actually learned a ton from them. And 
being in there from that long. So we actually came back and most of the research we've done to prep for next year were based off of things that we learned from sharks. It just happened to be on television. <laughs> well, that, and, and, and that's the, the, the sign of growth, right? If you're not grow, if you're not learning, you're not growing. If you're not growing, then you're dying. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, so I, I mean, I guess my, my question or my thought process when I was listening back to that, uh, was, you know, I, I assume you had a lawyer, right. When you were, yes. were designing the licensing, you know, I mean, you know, flying by the seat of your pants, but you know, and and I guess some of those questions maybe just didn't come up because nobody had the foresight to think three, four years down the road. I, I don't. Well, and it's interesting because our our lawyer and patent attorneys and his entire office they we 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 have an amazing we do have a, a very good deal with them, and you know, and as you saw on the show, we do own our molds, and if we were to ever move on our own completely. We can completely separate from that licensing partner and go about this on our own. Mm. The thing is, Joe, is that when you find yourself in a position where you're ready to go off on your own during a pandemic and with her business being shut down and now all of a sudden me, the sole provider for this family, all the work that we needed to do in 2020 to prepare for 2021, it was impossible. So we did have a handshake agreement with our former licensing partner. However, it wasn't. It, it is a very slight markup, and a lot that we didn't get to speak about was most of our costs behind why our costs are so high. And I'm sure you've probably heard this from other entrepreneurs. The exploding, rising costs of freight right now are out of control, and we probably could have gotten that here from Hong Kong at maybe five dollars cheaper per unit if it wasn't the result of that, which could have brought our price point to where, as you saw did very well at a big box retailer two years ago. Now, we, you, you probably even saw in some of the videos that this mailbox is even smaller than the ones that we used to make. We found ways to cut corners, and that licensing partner of ours was instrumental in finding ways to help us. In fact, I was on the phone with them an hour ago. Like We're still working hand-in-hand <laughs> hand because there's so many things that we can do together that is going to help drive profitability to us. So, you know, and, that, and, that's, and that's television for you. You know, like, I, I think... Um, Nothing was portrayed negatively, and I don't think anything was portrayed wrong. No, no, at definitely not. The same time is that you know we um we 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 have a really good thing going, and I know I I, I can go on and on about this. So I don't want to bore your audience, but the fact of the matter is, uh, we're we're in a, we're in a good position right now, and if the time comes that we fully want to go off and not hold their hand, which by the way they have a really strong footprint in retail, which. She's got a strong footprint in the hair industry. I can help you with credit cards, but I can't get you into, I guess, into retail right now. So we, we really appreciate the work that they do. No, I, I think that. I mean, I think that's important. I think that's great for for the entrepreneurs to to hear to, you know to hear this uh, the this side of it because like you know that everyone you know it's easy to throw around the term licensing deal and all that and um and I think the only person you know the only people that were really showing in a negative light were the sharks themselves because. It's negative to them. It's not in necessarily in their interest to to get in bed with a you know a licensing partner when they have their own partners that they are operating with and would potentially be competing with in different you know in different avenues in different ways. Okay. So it's yeah. So I, I mean it's 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 I didn't think it was negative. I just saw it as. I had a lot more questions than I had than I think I was able to get answers for at the time of like 
what like what the deal was and i think that's awesome that you have such a great relationship with them and i'm i'm sure that they're probably i i are they did was there any sense of regret on their side to not let you go on the show last year so what's funny enough joe it wasn't their call it was uh it, you know we we just can't legally with um i think shark tank itself like we it's it, you can't go on there while you're under any type of agreement like that okay um, they, okay. they like the product so our uh, former slash current handshake licensing partner, we're still doing certain things, but they were thrilled because why wouldn't you want this? Right? Yeah. I, I just assumed it was on their end. Um, but no, that makes a lot of sense. And because I feel like there, there might've been one pitch that I, I don't remember which one it was, but I feel like there was one that got shot down like in the earlier seasons, like two, three, four, five, where they they were like, yeah, we have this licensing partner, and like, oh, and then everybody basically was like, yeah, we can't do this, and and that would make sense that like four or five years later, they're like, yeah, no, we're just yeah. not gonna, it's just not worth you know going through the effort of paying for flights and hotel food and accommodations <laughs> and the and the sharks time to 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 do this. So, um, which by the way, we had an awesome time in Los Angeles for a week without our woo! kids. Lots of fun. <laughs> Amen to that. Who who yeah. watched the kids? Uh, which which set of grandparents or, or friends? Oh, nice. <laughs> well, thank you, mom and dad. That yeah. uh, you know, we we uh, I think I think not enough can be said for parents of kids going through this pandemic in the last two years, uh, and and having not enough time to the the parents to themselves. I mean, I know those speaking from personal experience here. Uh, that to be because for safe, both safety reasons, right of of everybody's health, uh, as well as just you know it, it 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 wasn't always a time and a period to be able to go out in general. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I you know they, that's that is awesome. I'm glad that you you both got to enjoy your time out there. So let's let's fast forward. So you get to you get to Shark Tank. You, are you nervous, anxious? What what kind of feelings yeah, are going through about, your mind? Tell them, tell them about the day before we left. Your tell. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I am clumsy uh, by nature, and I broke my toe and a bone on the top of my foot before getting on the plane. The day before. The day before. <laughs> oh. Getting on the plane. I was thinking, oh my God, I got to switch up my wardrobe. I can't wear heels, but I had a great doctor who taped up my foot and really camouflaged it to get on camera. You can see Lisa limping into the uh, tank. (laughs) Oh, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, but now that I know, now that we know. (laughs) A little secret. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe, they, they, um, obviously with COVID, you you don't get to go out early any longer. Uh, you, you. You take COVID test before you leave. You take COVID test the minute you land. You take COVID test the morning of, uh, which, you know, that that was nerve-wracking alone because we worked so hard right. and prepped so much and built our set. And, I mean, when you talk about, uh, like you mentioned, three little kids at home and any free time we had, we'd be laying in bed at night just going over our lines over and over and over. And then, funny enough, you, you know, you walk off the set, and first off, I felt like I blacked out. I couldn't remember a single thing that occurred in there in the last 50 minutes. I didn't remember anything. And I knew that about 70% of the stuff I prepared to speak about, I don't even think I got to say. Well, I think <laughs> you go in and, like, for a few weeks before we got on, we would, like, fire little questions at each other, like, just for hypothetical things that the sharks might possibly ask. And 
we were trying to go in prepared, but really it's just, it's not like that. It's very like they're speaking to you. They're asking questions. They're piggybacking off of each other's questions. So it's just, you can't really prepare for it. And I don't mind saying this part. They're constantly interrupting each other. And that's it. <laughs> so then you know, I'm like, Barbara would ask a question. I'm like, oh, this is my money question. And I take my deep breath and answer. And then Damon interrupts her. And then you shift that way. And so it, it really w- was intense. But, you know, Elisa was awesome because she, every night, we just watched Shark Tank almost every single night. I was getting anxiety. Like, I can't watch the show anymore. I'm like, because it was, it was making me overthink. She's like, no, but we have to prepare for every single question. I'm like, it, it, it was making me overthink everything. So, um, but we tried our best to do as much homework as we can. And I don't know. There, I mean, I watched some episodes before. I'm like, man, that person is brilliant. And then I watched episodes before saying, why would they ever go on this show? You know? And that's all. I didn't want to be that person. Yeah, we didn't ever want to be those people that you're like, oh, my God, I just did that. Yeah. We didn't want to be. I'm happy how it came out. I really am. For, to not get a deal... I was happy. In fact, Joe, your episode, we, we watched you. You're the first thing that popped up. And I'm like, why well, don't I'm like, this guy seems like he liked us. I mean, that's awesome. We should reach out to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I try to have a positive spin at all times. And I, and I try to keep in mind that like, these are real people, right? This isn't, this isn't reality TV show like watching The Bachelor or something where people are playing character roles. I mean, in some ways, you you know, they are. I mean, the Sharks play their character roles uh, sometimes to a fault. But for the most part, it, it's more real than it is like, oh, there's the bad guy. There's the funny guy. There's the, you know, the, this this role, this role, this role. They, I mean, those producers are literally filling the, the character roles to keep people invested in those types of shows. The Bachelor, yeah. Survivor, blah, 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 blah like all, all those types of shows. So. I mean, they're still real people, and and I, you know, to a certain extent, you should be always, you know, trying to be nice and and kind, come from a place of kindness. But you know, I, at the end of the day, like this is a real business. This isn't you know a made up hypothetical or something, and 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 that kind of thing. And uh, yeah. and I think for the most part, my commenters, uh, you know, the super community gets that as well. Um, and and they try to you know we try to keep it keep it positive and look on the bright side give real critique you know and and real feedback that can be useful versus just like this sucks and and we move <laughs> on right and like great awesome but like why and and I've I've gone to to the community as well where there's comments where it's like I don't agree with you because blah 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 and I'm like. Or, or no, I just I don't agree with this, but and, and maybe like once, you know, one or two lines there, and I'm like, okay, but why? Like, let's 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 further the conversation because maybe I maybe I am wrong. I'm just one guy with a you know with a ton of experience, yeah. but uh, you know I, I don't have experience in everything, and I'm like we talked about before the show, like I miss things too. It happens. I'm human, and I think that's part, well, that's part of the whole super thing, you know, pulling super out of the people around us keeping yeah. us remind mindful of that now you're the second person that has been that i've done an interview with that has said uh maybe second yeah i think the second or third person that has said that they are they have ptsd from being on shark tank and cannot watch the show uh at least for the for the foreseeable future well he his problem was watching it before no mine was we before on. before we went on I can watch right. it now. <laughs> yeah, oh, you can. Was, oh, you feel like no, you, okay. No, yeah, you Joe, sorry, it was it was leading up to it. Like I, I couldn't watch it leading up because I was overthinking everything. Now, it's actually fun for I, I want to watch it because it's like we, you know, like we've been there. We've been 
you know, backstage. We've been behind the scenes. Uh, and, I, and I must say, the everyone that works for that program couldn't be nicer oh, yeah. and more accommodating. Uh, like, it was an awesome experience. I, even when we walked through, because they, they want to get, like, how do you feel? And this that. I was yeah. like, you saw us. So I was like, this was awesome. Like, they were great. We had fun. It's okay that we didn't get a deal. It was fun. It felt like they were all Like you guys, you're, you're gonna do great. It made you feel really good before you went out there. Yep. And we didn't, no. we didn't feel like we didn't feel like we failed. I mean, and that's the thing, Joe. We we knew how young our company was. We said it right in the end. Hey, we're inexperienced when it comes to this. This is new. Like, but we're here on Shark Tank. Like, how do you not take advantage? And then, and as a result, I mean, we're sitting here at the warehouse every single day because we're doing everything ourselves still. We don't have a fulfillment company. We're there. Lisa and I went there this morning. We took our four-year-old with us, and we were slapping six. In fact, the guy from the UPS store, I bought him and his entire – I bought them all pizza today because they've been helping us. The last couple of days, they see the truck pull up, and they're like – Oh, these, these two again. Yeah, but the, the community has been awesome. They're rallying around us. Uh, we're, we're grateful. We're humble. You know, this has been an amazing experience. And, and the, the sales, I mean – Forget it. We never would have imagined how well they're selling right now. So uh, I know you did mention that night. Oh, I hope they sold out tonight. We didn't, but we're doing really, really well. Um, and there, and you know what? It's in Bed Bath and Beyond. It's in uh, Hobby Lobby. So there, and, and the consumer, the consumer is a smart person. You know, you can go around and there's leftover. And there's our son Christian. There's leftover inventory from years before from certain places, and there's folks that liquidated and they marked it down. So. You can find it everywhere. It's actually a very confusing product to shop for, but nonetheless, it's our baby, and we're happy to see that. If someone doesn't buy it from my website and gets it from $10 from eBay, I'm okay with that because there's a kid right now utilizing our product. Sorry, Lisa's going to... It's it's okay. It's okay. I, you know, I, I love, I love the attitude and I, 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 you know, I very much appreciate that, uh, that sentiment and, you know, and that, and that's something, um, I mean, that's a seasonal product thing, right? Like, you know, you get the Halloween candy the day after Halloween and it's, you know, pennies on a dollar compared to what it was just like 48 hours earlier. So it's, it's one of those things where, you know, having having that that great super attitude, having that uh, that that holiday spirit inside of you to to be more focused on like how do we create magical experiences for people rather than uh, just worrying about the bottom line consistently. Um, I mean, look. Uh, speaking of the mag- you know magic, you know Bob Chapek, you know just came out and said that he resents the fact that people call call him a a bean counter. For anyone who doesn't know, he's the current CEO of the Walt Disney Company. And the fact of the matter is, if the boot fits, then uh, or the, I said yeah. the mouse shoe fits, then you know it, yeah. it just is what it is. Like obviously he hears the he hears the rumblings and uh, it bothers him, and I don't blame it for bothering him. But you know at the same time. Loose it up, yeah. loose it up a little bit, you know. And, and <laughs> now, Joe, I, I'd also like to share. We can share this with your your audience, but we do have to be a little high level. But we were actually able to show them a few prototypes of some other magical holidays that we're currently working with right now. Now, just due to protection on those particular products, we can't talk about it publicly. But there were some really cool moments in there where even. You know, Kevin leaned forward. He's like, "Now this is up my alley. This is not seasonal." So 
there were some really awesome moments and things that made us feel really good about the direction of our company and certain things we're working on. So again, uh, we, that's why we're really happy. We, we walked out of there, you know, it, it was a, we had ended up having a great week. We stayed for an extra week. We had a lot of fun and we had nothing to do but celebrate. And now that we aired, you know, all good stuff on our end. That that is awesome, awesome to hear. And I, you know, you got my brain thinking of. Uh, I'm not going to say here on the recording, maybe <laughs> after the recording, but he got yeah. me thinking of some ideas uh, to utilize a similar type of, you know, mechanism. Uh, I, speaking of, are, are you able to reveal how it actually works? You don't have to. Our children are home. Magic, yes, <laughs> magic. Of course, yes. it's magic. I, what was I thinking? Right. Um, <laughs> So, all right. So, so you you got to experience uh, being out, and was that your first time in LA? Well, yeah, well, yeah I, I landed in LA once and drove to a wedding and came home because we just had a baby three days earlier. So, oh. yeah. So, no, it was really our first time experiencing. Yeah. It, yes, I, I did. I, so you you enjoyed it. Got to experience lots of the the. I mean, awesome. I, I I love LA. It's a great. Yeah. Great, great place to visit. I don't think I'd want to live there. Uh, if but, I had a little bell to ding myself, I just would have done it right there. Thanks. You're 100% spot on with that statement. It's 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 neat. It's definitely uh, – it's. I, it, I've been there four or five times, something like that. Uh, and, it, you know, I like it. I like it a lot. But, I, again, I don't think I could live there. Um, the earthquakes alone it would is, is enough to keep me here here in uh, in, in Philly. So, yep. so all right. So after so Shark Tank airs, you did you, you? I mean, obviously, you knew that if it was if you were going to air, it would be within a couple of weeks of you know Christmas. I would I would I would presume right, but you still didn't know. Did you find out? You found out what three four weeks prior, or did they tell you earlier two weeks prior? Yep. Two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Which at that point, okay. you had your inventory, though, right? I would think because of how long it takes to get inventory yeah. from, from China, Hong Kong, yeah, other we, side we, of the planet. Yeah, we took a conservative <laughs> approach. Go ahead, yeah. Mike. I mean, no, I was just going to say we were even pushing before the Shark Tank announcement came out. Um, but yeah, we do wish that we knew a little sooner that it was a guarantee. And we also wish that it maybe aired a little bit sooner. Um, just for. That would have been nice. Yeah, just to really have more time to drum everything up and make sure that everybody got their shipments on time before Christmas. But, you know, it's like we said, it's still But we're good. working hard and everyone is getting their shipments before Christmas. So that, that is a guarantee right there. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Well, so, yeah. Today, Joe, I'm exhausted. I didn't want to call my hair. We're really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can imagine. I can imagine. You're, so okay, so you um, so yeah, I mean that is that is one of the big downsides about Shark Tank is you don't know if it's going to air and and you don't know when. I mean, in your case, you probably had an idea of, of a win, you know, December maybe the end of November, so a somewhat of a window to prepare yeah. for. But again, you don't want to necessarily overorder and be stuck with a ton, like you know, le- yeah. waiting around till next year to be able to to get rid, you know, to sell them. I don't yeah. say get rid of them because that sounds too harsh. But well, Joe, to be I'm able sure, to sell, I'm them. sure you're, you're a fan of the show. Did you see that they're actually re-airing our episode on Christmas Eve? I did not see that. Oh, uh, and that's really cool for us because there we, you know, obviously we will put some if there's inventory left, we'll put a sale out there because you're right. Who wants these sitting around for a year? You know, so. 
that's really cool. We're, we're, we're pretty pumped about that news. That is that is awesome. I did I was not aware of that. I mean, I know there's one new one last new episode for the year. That's this upcoming Friday. I'm for anybody watching this interview. I don't know when this will go live. I, probably sometime next week at this point. Maybe I don't know. Am I might actually do it? I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll drop it uh, Wednesday. Anyway, the, the uh, I I'm not so I. I know there's one more new episode for this year, and then I, I'm assuming they're off. They don't have it listed what the next new episode is. I assume it'll be like the sixth or something like that. But that's awesome that they're going to be airing it on Christmas Eve, uh, yeah. and and hopefully that'll capture an awful lot of uh, you know people that have the TV on and and things like that. Uh, yeah. That that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So so what's what's the next what's the next steps for both of you? Like you know Sleep. obviously. Sleep. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, we, um, it, it, it's, we work our nine to Elisa works so hard. Her salon's doing awesome. Um, I do love what I do as well. You know, I'm, I, I'm in sales and marketing and I, I, and I enjoy it. Um, this is the dream, obviously, if we can continue to develop our, uh, our future products, um, you know, and, and if this could become full time one day, that would be great. Uh, but until then, you know, we, we like the conservative approach we take. It's smart. We have three little kids. We have a mortgage to pay. Um, anything that we earn from this uh, can hopefully put them through college one day, and that's kind of how we see it. If it becomes something, I, I love Elf on the Shelf. We want to, you know, be like them. But at the same time, you know, if you ever look up their company history, it took them ten years or so to really start doing well. And what well, we're four years in, and, then, and we were just on Shark Tank. How can you beat that? Well, they, they say it takes seven years to be an overnight success at minimum, right? Seven to 10 years, realistically. And, um, you know, to, well, even to like the Santa Claus, right? Uh, thing that wasn't an overnight thing either, right? The, I mean, it was quicker. It probably was quicker because you had all the big major retail, you know, chains pushing this idea, right? Uh, uh, you know, pushing the Santa Claus story and, and, enabling it to become a lot faster because that's where people were going, uh, you know, leading up to Christmas and things of that nature. So it, it, it does take time to, to take root and to build traditions and, and things like that. Um, is, it definitely does not happen overnight, even with, uh, a, you know, a huge spike in success. Um, if anything, I, you know, when I see those big spikes of success, I always, my, my worry is, is that I can't get that spike again. <laughs> you know, it's like next year, like my hope is that like, oh, we're up here. The year before was like this. My hope is that we at least get above the year before because the spike, I mean, even in like my YouTube numbers, right? Like when, when new episode of Shark Tank goes, you know, there's been episodes that like have some like really big surges, you know, certain pitches get really big surges versus other episodes. And it kind of throws the numbers out of whack and, you know, trying to figure out like, okay, is the trajectory still on the right path? It didn't go to zero, but it was more than the year before where it didn't have that, that nitro, you know, that nitro boost of like shark tank and being on national TV and, and in effectively global, uh, you know, in in part, thanks to this show, because we literally have a global audience, uh, watching this channel. So, um, it, it it is one of those things where it's like there's the ups and downs, and as long as the line is still you know moving in the right direction, you you know even if it's year, you know you're skipping years. Uh, I mean that's the thing, right? Like even uh, Elisa, you like you're you're the same way, right? And you were shut down with your yeah. with your salon. You can't look at last year's numbers and be like, 
well, you know, we're 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 eight hundred percent over. Like, well, of course we are. we were literally closed last year. Uh, you know, you have to look at the year before and and hope that there's at least some kind of parity there. Uh, and if anything, probably more. I would think there's still probably more of a surge than that because people were pent up, and you know, as we see with a lot of things. Uh, more demand to go out to eat, to do these other, you know, to do things like get your hair cut or go to parties and the things that, that um, accessories and things that get sold when people go to parties, when people go to restaurants, when people go and actually do concerts and do things. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, before we wrap up here, was there any, any last thoughts you wanted to share? Yeah. If I was wearing that two coat, we probably would have gotten a deal. <laughs> I don't know about that. Where'd I don't know that? about that. <laughs> where, where, uh, where, oh, so where did I get that? Uh, Amazon actually uh, is where I got it. I, I was at um, – happened to be at a Foreman Mills and they had one but it ended up being too small or there was something – there was something wrong with it. And I ended up having – either I returned – I don't know. I don't remember how it happened but I ended up not getting it or getting it and returning it and then going on Amazon and buying it. Uh, it's one that was similar. I think the one I picked up at Foreman Mills was like red. Uh, and then it was in like January of last year. So I was like, I'm going to wear this, you know, obviously not tomorrow, but at some point in the next year, I will be wearing this, this, uh, and I have, so, you know, I don't know if you watched any of the other videos that were on your, your, your episode. Um, but I have other like, uh, ugly yeah. Christmas sweaters and things like that, that, you know, get, they get extra use now because, you know, there's, there's Christmas videos to make. Well, so, and, and Joe, I was just going to mention that. Um, so I don't spend a ton of time on YouTube, but as a result of like a hundred people sending me your link, I started watching all of your videos. Uh, and then I reached out to you and I must say, um, I really think what you do is awesome. Uh, I've enjoyed watching a lot of your commentary. Uh, especially considering, you know, we're reading a bunch of stuff and you know, you put yourself out there and you're going to find some negative comments here and there. And I, even with the product, like even when we, even when we get it, the smallest negative review that has nothing to do with us, if there's a malfunction, if there's a, something wrong, you take it to heart. So when I watch your videos, I think that you treat everyone fairly. And I think you have a really nice take on what, you know, on, on what we just tried and attempted to do out there. So we just want to tell you, thank you. We appreciate it. No, no, thank, thank you. I, I greatly, greatly appreciate you watching and and understanding that the what the point. I mean, because like we get, I get negative comments all the time, and I've actually made a video called "I Heart My Negative Comments." It's somewhere in there. Uh, it's it's a, it's in there somewhere from like a couple months back. But you know, because you know, when you you know, I, it's I always talk about like it's important to to know your avatar and know who you're speaking to, and I know who I'm speaking to. But because of the 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 vehicle in which I'm using, which is Shark Tank, a lot more people watch Shark Tank than are actual entrepreneurs or trying to be entrepreneurs or business owners or you know so, something in that or people are just trying to better themselves in general. Um, and and then you get the people that are like, just shut the heck up and like let me watch the video. And it's like, well, <laughs> you're missing the point. And 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 it, as time goes on, like I've gotten more and more comments of people like I used to just skip past what you say. Now I'm starting to listen and I'm actually learning and you make a lot of sense. And I've gotten yeah. several comments like that. So, so I'm doing something right. And, and it's great. I mean, I've been creating well, I, content since like 97. And when, yeah. you, when oh. you said to reach out to you, I, I, I thought that it was a, a, you know, a great opportunity that for us to share our experience and help anyone else out that might be interested in being on the show or even start up their own business. I mean, it's not, 
it's not easy. And I've always said, and, I, and I'll close it with this, but, uh, you know, Lisa and I have been dating forever. Well, no, we're married. But when we started dating, sorry, when we started dating, when we were, you know, she was 22 years old, I was 25, and she decided to open up her own hair salon at that age. And we didn't have a dollar. But well, she, when you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. So I figured I'm going to leave now. <laughs> So I've always just been inspired. And I said, uh, so when we, she was the one where I'm like, well, we have this, I, you know, should we do this? No, it's going to be a lot of work. And she was just like, just go for it. I'm like, well, maybe we have kids and we have a mortgage and just go for it. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I saw from your videos. It's just a lot of people that just went for it. So happy to, uh, you know, be part of your world now. And uh, hopefully we have a new friend out of this. 110%. And I, you know, I, uh, I actually talked about this. Uh, I've talked about it in a couple different videos, but there's one. I just uh, recorded the Tipsy Elves video uh, yet the other day, and it was supposed to go live today, and my mic was muted because that happens from time to time. So, so I, you know, it was playing live, and I get a comment that came through on my phone saying, hey, the, I can't hear you in the video. And I'm like, oh, man, like, well, it, it, it's not the first or last time that something like that will will happen. But um but I, you know, I, I talk, like the one guy from Tipsy Elves left like one hundred and seventy thousand dollar a year plus bonuses and all that lawyer job, and you know, it's like, oh, they're like, oh, well, there's no going back. I'm like, yeah, but like, dude already made probably a, a, a you know a sizable amount of money, has probably a sizable runway, and oh, by the way, the credentials to go back to where he, he you know, maybe right. not to that company, but okay, oh, he, if you land with a, okay, I took a a pay cut to one hundred and thirty thousand plus benefits. Okay. Oh, like, all right. You're still doing better than like ninety eight percent of the country, right? Yeah. But the but the same could be said on the opposite side, where it's like, okay, I I'm making ten dollars an hour, twelve dollars an hour. Like, what difference does it make? I can always get another, basically minimum wage job. Like, I mean, right? Especially right now, there's tons of those. So, you know, to take the risk is not the end of the world. The 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 question becomes as to when to take that risk. So you're not building yourself into a mountains of debt and being like, well, why why can't I go live my dream? Why can't I do those things? Well, you made the risk. You made the choices, right? That led you to where you are. Get get that straight first, and then you can go and take those risks. Because you you know, like if you're you know mostly debt free, everyone's gonna have some kind of debt, car payment, or something, um, or at least obligation of rent <laughs> at the very least, right? Let's yep. uh, you know sleep in your mom's couch. Will know, your audience will now know why we chose to go with licensing. It was yeah. the, the least riskiest move to help bring our product to life, and. Without it, we are literally not sitting here talking to you today, not on Shark Tank last week. And it, you know what? There's going to be rewards at the end. And at the same time, we didn't have to walk away from the jobs that feed our family and still get to do something and experiment and bring something to life. So that's why we went that way. Um, and, you know, I, I get it. There's not a second that I look at this and say, the shark should have been on it. They all like the product. They all like the product. And that's what we wanted. Uh, but we were pitching to America, not just to the sharks. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, that that is definitely important to remember uh, at all times. That it, this is not just a room full of five people. It's 
uh, a room full of mil- millions of million. I mean, the last I checked, it was four million. Uh, the ratings of the original airings are are hanging around four million, which is, I mean, not as much as like say if this was the 1950s with three channels on the TV, but you know, it, uh, it four million is is definitely up there in the ratings um, among among the stars. Yeah. Uh, at the, in this day and age, uh, yeah. plus all the reruns and channels like mine and uh, and and every or sorry every runs but yeah i um i no i I, th- I think it's i think it's really you know great that you you felt inspired to to want to take a run at doing something like this and taking that um the licensing deal is 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 absolutely an option and i think it's a great option to get um something done where look i, I and i and i'm not your product specifically but there's a lot of products that's like they don't have a patent. It's not like it's not an original idea, and it's like, oh well, they could always do another. Like, it, like, oh, I have soap. Like, cool, change the formula, and then go make another soap company. Like, it's not the end of the like, it's not the end of the world, right? Yeah. Um, and and I think a lot of people don't necessarily see it in that light of like, well, this is the one idea that I had that worked. It's like. But it's still soap. Like there's a tons of soap companies out there, probably monopolized like Luxottica with the sunglasses and all these other industries that are all consolidated um, secretly, and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, enables you to uh, you know, like okay, I take a deal, I take less, uh, I give up more percentage than I feel like it's worth, or it, it I feel like I should. But I get an opportunity to learn, right? I mean, you're only going to get to learn, you know, it's the, it's the opportunity for growth. So it's like, okay, so, you know, maybe in some cases it's like, oh, I had to give up, you know, 30% of my my soap company. Okay, but again, you that deal could fall apart tomorrow and then you go, you change formula, you change the design, you already did it once, you already know how to market it, you already have that experience and now you have the experience of working with a shark on top of that, like, to me, there's there's a lot of opportunities like that where it, it almost feels like overvalued uh, in 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 some cases. But you know, in your case, you have, obviously you have patents, right? So it's something that's defendable. It's something that isn't as easy to just magically make another one, uh, you know, out of thin air. And and clearly took uh, you know a year to 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 develop. You know, it took time to develop and find that licensor. Uh, or license e uh, to to work with. So yeah, well, it gave it gave us a nice way to kind of dip our toe into being uh, inventors. You know, like we built up all the groundwork, and then we kind of handed it over to this company, and they were the ones that put up all of the financial risk and did a lot of growing for us while we sat back behind the scenes and learned so much. So it's like after three years of of doing that, it's now year four. Now we're on our own. We've learned so much from the licensing company as well. So Still building our brand. Yeah. That's it. Need to build our brand. Yeah, and and let's and let's say so. three years is a drop in the bucket, right? Especially once yeah. you have kids, life goes so much fast. I don't know where the last six years of my life you went. Know, but... one, one, of, one of those three years, there was a pandemic. So I mean, it's yeah. uh, you got to remember too. There was just the fact that we. We, we could have easily, they asked us to stay on board with them for another three years. And we're like, even after the pandemic, I'm like, nah, you know what? Once that huge order went through the year before, we, we talked about that. And real quick, I, I, I Joe, I know I told you we had to take our son to basketball. But did you watch the, uh, if you watch the teaser 
you know, they, they asked the question, what do you make in a given month? That question was never asked to us. And right. then they cut to me talking about $1.7 million. My father called me and said, and why is it you didn't build our house for us? And I'm like, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't make one point seven million dollars now. All, like, all my clients are like, "Are are you leaving? Are I going to have to go find a new hairdresser with your one point seven million dollars?" Magic of oh, <laughs> They know you have three kids too, right? Like college is like not cheap at all. No, yeah, <laughs> no, that'll buy books by the time they go to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, they they they're good. The, the their editors, I would I argue, are, are are amongst the best in the world oh, yeah. over there at Shark Tank. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Sony Entertainment or Sony Pictures. Uh, Sony Entertainment Pictures. Or Sony Pic. Oh, so it's Sony. It's Sony. They yeah. know. They know what they're doing when it comes to editing. Yeah. Um, they are phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you, I I was in there and I felt like, oh wow, we were only in there for eight minutes. Like, how did they cut out? you know, 40 minutes and for me to not even realize that they're phenomenal. So the, so the secret, the, the secret sauce there is you start at the end result and you work backwards from there. Cause then you find the story that you, you know, the storyline that you want to tell. And then you start like, at least the way I do it when I, when I do edit it, edits of long like shows and things of that nature, you start with what storyline do I want to tell and look at the end result and then work backwards from there to yeah. build up. Cause then you could just, it's easy to be like, well, that doesn't help the story. That doesn't help the story. That doesn't tell the story. That would be confusing. And you see things like I, I mentioned, um, about the Hanukkah topper. They didn't mention that there was a patent. It just was like this little text on the box. Yeah, and I it's like, so well, I missed that. I was that. very happy that they included our utility patents. That was, I was happy that they did that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, and that and that's that is a scary thing because it can make you look kind of silly if they just don't, <laughs> you know, they yeah. if that gets left on the chopping block. Um, so yeah, so it's it's things like that that uh, it, it just it happens, and that's what you have to be prepared for by uh, signing your life away to uh, to be on be on any show, literally, let alone Shark Tank. You cannot you cannot put a price tag on the level of our advertising that this show did for us and our product. Uh, I would do it a hundred times over again. Um, so no complaints on our end. So glad to hear that. So, so how can everybody get their own Santa's uh, enchanted mailbox? All right. So uh, the good news is, is we're actually fully sold out at Hobby Lobby, which is awesome. Woo. Uh, so right now, Santa's enchanted mailbox.com. Um, we did lower our price. It's not 49. It's at 39 99. Uh, additionally, we give away a free downloadable children's PDF book that tells the story of Santa's Enchanted Mailbox. So even if you're not interested in buying the product, you can go to our website, download the uh, the book, read it to your children, and then they're going to want mommy and daddy to buy the product. So, um, But no, uh, we really appreciate you, Joe. Thank you for the bell again. Uh, thanks for having us on. Uh, we've been watching your videos. Uh, we really like what you're doing. So thanks for you know, allowing us to be part of it. Oh, well, thank you for wanting to be a part of it. Thank you for taking time to be here tonight uh, to talk about your experience and everything that's got going on. And uh, I, you know, I, I appreciate you both watching and, and having and learning and having a great time. And please reach out if there's anything I could do to help either one of you. Uh, where, where are you guys from? I don't know. Did it mention we're, it? We're in Connecticut. You're in Connecticut. Okay, okay. That's not yeah. too. I mean, not, I've 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 driven through that parking lot before. That's a that's a good parking go. lot on a Friday night to, on my way to New Hampshire. <laughs> well, feel free to come by. Bring us a cheesesteak, please. 
Yes, yes, I, I absolutely will. I absolutely will. Well, thank you both again for being here. I appreciate you staying around to watch the very end. I will see you in one of these two videos over here on the right or below or somewhere, wherever it is. Take care. Take care.